You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ask Drone You. My name is Paul. My name is Rob. Super glad to be sitting in this chair, hanging out with Paul, hanging out with you. And very appreciative that uh, you're hanging out with us. Looking forward to a good show. Definitely appreciative that you're hanging out with us. Uh, also, big thank you. Um, big thank you to Andy for the uh, Starbucks gift card. Appreciate that. Um, big mm-hmm. thank you to Mahesh for a new notebook. Really appreciate that. Very cool. Um, and just again, want to say uh, in the times that we're living in, that uh, it is so important to always explore both sides of an issue because sometimes it's not always black and white. That's my uh, that's my bombshell for today, Rob. Um, I would say most often it's not black and white. <laughs> the exception is black and white. Well, I would say that there's 50 shades of gray, but then it implies that it's sexual. <laughs> yeah, let's not say that. <laughs> anyway, I hope, uh, hope we can give you some humor today. We've got actually an incredibly stellar question. And I just want to say thank you to Tom because Tom really yeah, emulates... Thanks, Tom. The, the type of audience um, that I really enjoy serving uh, and enjoy helping out. And I know Tom is uh, building his business and he's been, um, you know, I'm just grateful for you, buddy. Uh, anyway, long story short, Tom is asking a question and we will play it here in a second. That's really digging down into what does it mean that DJI is being blacklisted? And this question, actually, as I sit here and think about it, it just makes me think about how much we have also kind of lost on Facebook and how much we've lost on social media because we used to be able to get really, really deep, thoughtful, uh, constructive conversations and all of these drone groups. And uh, man, just recently I've been in there and it's just not the same. Um, and I haven't really seen a lot of like deep, intuitive questions like what we're about to see today because it's kind of going deeper. Like what does this blacklisting of DJI really mean? Because a lot of people brush it off like, eh, it doesn't really mean much. We can still buy our drones. That is very true, but there are people who are going to say that you can still buy drones and still use certain accessories with those drones and claiming that those things will work. They won't. We're going to talk about that today. And Tom, I just want to say stellar question, buddy. Thank you for sending in those questions. If you have a question, believe it or not, we still do like, uh, you know, answering questions here. Um <laughs> And um, to people who have reached out to me recently to say congratulations regarding remote ID, thank you. But also thank you for the people who have said you've made a difference in our lives, not in the drone industry, but as an entrepreneur. And I just want to say that we are going to keep that ride going here at Drone You. So if you've got business questions, throw them in. Um, I do also want to say a lot of people who reached out to me regarding uh, Logic Labs, because of everything that happened in the last week, I'm changing my providers. I mean, I had just signed up Logic Labs for all these different um, digital services, and I'm canceling 95% of them. Um, and um, so that being said, we're going to probably start the mastermind, I'm thinking, the first week of February. That's what I've told the first group so far. I've got our first couple speakers lined up, really excited about it. Um, but bear with me, everyone. If you're wondering more about Logic Labs, you can just email me personally, um, and you can find my email if you... If you know who, if you know where to look, you can find my email um, for all of those on Instagram. Anyway, um, 
That being hint, said, hint. yeah, <laughs> uh, well, Logic Labs is really focused on uh, experienced entrepreneurs who are there to do nothing but help each other. It is cultivating intelligence. Uh, my tagline and motto is uh, intelligence mastery, and I, that's what it's really for. So that's what it's really for. Anyway, let's get to today's question, which is really great regarding DJI. What does it mean for all the accessories? Today's question is brought to you by Props. DroneU's newest flight school, in fact, the first augmented reality flight school, a flight school that makes managing drone teams and programs easy. That's right, managers. We want to make your job easier because at DroneU, we have seen so many drone programs, well, fail to launch. And no, we are not talking about Matthew McConaughey. Or launch and then fail. <laughs> like I just showed you that M300 photo. Anyway, the fact of the matter is a lot of drone programs waste a lot of time and they waste a lot of money. They buy equipment that they simply don't need or they buy equipment that simply doesn't work or work reliably. If you're trying to build a drone program or team and you're trying to make it easier on the manager, you need to know behavioral analytics. You need to know when people are well, they've caught the bug. Are they really going to be the right person for the job? The guesswork? There's no more guesswork. You're going to know right away because of the dashboard and the analytics built into props. It really is for managers. And props is a whole new type of flight school. It is a hold-your-hand, step-by-step, scenario-based training. It's kind of like a European model. Ex, what do we call it? Experiential training, where it's based off of quote-unquote experience. But we have a new way to challenge experiences and emotions in a virtual manner. So if you would like to come check out the scenarios and if you would like to come check out our first props program, Props Mapper is now available. Check it out. Propsflightschool.com. Exciting. Oh, it's beyond exciting. I've been working on this for like two years. Hey guys, Tom again. Another question for you, this time on the Crystal Sky. Wondering if you think that is still a uh, viable option for uh, for operators. To me, it kind of seems like that unit is at end of life, especially now with uh, how buggy it is with third-party apps and all the stuff going on between the U.S. and China. Uh, just wondering what kind of impact that is going to have with uh, using Android on the uh, Crystal Sky. Any thoughts you can give us on that would be great. Thanks again, and I uh, love what you guys are doing. Thanks, Tom. Good to hear from you. Um, we got a little extra coming from Tom here in the next few weeks, right? I'm very excited about that. Yeah, Tom is actually going to be... Tom, actually, let's just go ahead and announce it. Tom is yeah. our newest instructor. He's going to be focusing on roofing inspections. He owns a large um, uh, inspection outfit up in the Northwest. And Which he's been doing for quite a while for insurance companies and so forth. Mm -hmm. So, Yep. And I know he's used DroneU to learn, and I know he's used DroneU to find some pilots to fly for him. And I think that that's awesome. Not something that we typically offer to members, especially in the community. It's like a big no-no. But when you prove who you are, what you do, your ethics, your morals, you find out that DroneU really has your back. And yeah. um, uh, and uh, Tom, that being said, uh, you know, that, that sounds like I'm speaking from a position of power, but I would actually humbly say we are grateful for you, sir. We are grateful yeah. for your work ethic, your ideology, and your high standards. We uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, and welcome to the team because of those standards, um, particularly and specifically related to Instructors for drone you, particularly those that are well in any in any manner of instructing for drone you, you have to have had experience doing what you're training on, and earn some dollars doing it. And he's 
done so successfully. So and we're excited for him to bring this knowledge to uh, to the community. And he has scaled it successfully. Mm-hmm. So um, so that's exciting. So for DroneU members, if you are a DroneU member right now, that roofing inspection class uh, using a couple different aircraft and a couple of different softwares uh, will be out soon. Uh, but for our props members, uh, that class will be out in the props mapper section. Uh, so, but that's only available to our insurance uh, companies, our insurance clients. So can't, can't detail who that is. But anyway, long story short is it's really exciting. And Tom, welcome to the flight crew, my friend. Thank you very much. Indeed. So Crystal Sky. You know, I got to say just one more time how brilliant and intuitive this question is, Rob, because it is really, really, really smart. Do you remember when Huawei was added to the blacklist? Yeah. Uh, Couple of weeks. How long has it been? A couple of years? Year and and it's, it's, uh, the way that the last year has I gone, know. I don't know what, I don't know how long ago it Which was. way is up? Time has, has, has. Now me- that the sky is red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that I understand gravitational waves now <laughs> in regards to time. So um, that being said, this year, uh, Huawei, we saw the blacklist. I want to say it was 2020, maybe it was 2019. Either way, what was the big deal about that? The big deal was that Google said, no more Android, right? If you're on the blacklist, you can't technically do business uh, with certain entities, etc. That being said, what does it mean for DJI? Is the big deal the fact that you can't buy DJI drones anymore? No, you can still buy DJI drones. In fact, I know a few people who bought them this weekend. That being said, um, now, should we expect electronic stores to not carry DJI? Uh, you might see that. Yeah, you might see that. But the big deal are the accessories. The Crystal Sky, which runs Android. Is Google going to shut down DJI in running Android? I think, well, the proof is in the pudding. And Tom's question is really, really powerful because uh, we had a question come into the mapping class uh, and something we were doing, and Tom chimed in about his inability to update Pix4D and update other applications on the Crystal Sky. There's just no support for it. Like DJI said, yes, we'll support third-party apps. We got them on there, but no, we won't support updating them. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, that's that's the world of yeah, Lucy. I don't know why bother in the first place, but anyways. It's kind of like this language of, we're going to tell you what you want to hear, but that's only what we're going to give you. There are Don't assume or expect anything beyond those words. Yes, we will support your ability to have an app. We never said you'd be able to update it. <laughs> <laughs> and ultimately use it. We never said you could use it. You said you could put it on there. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, in all in all fun in all funniness, uh, the fact of the matter is is that people are already struggling in the field using Android on the Crystal Sky. And um Reading some more of Kevin's report, uh, Kevin Finisteri, hopefully I'm saying his name right, Um, reading his report, there might actually be an issue with Crystal Sky. I need to understand more, so uh, I'm not saying whether there is or is not an issue. I need to learn more. That said, what I do know for a fact is that a lot of our pilots who are using Crystal Skies are having extreme difficulty in doing regular mundane tasks with their crystal sky. Hmm. Um, And, you know, Tom and I were kind of talking about this uh, back channel conversation earlier this week, and we were just saying, you know what, we should probably talk about this because there are going to be drone teams that are out there that 
are buying new equipment. They're buying Crystal Sky, expecting, you know, certain things to work and they're just not going to work. And so this is just a perfect example of try before you buy test. Um, you know, going back to uh, Dave, Dave, Dave C. Um, and his whole trial by fire thing, man, I learned so much from that guy. I think we all need to be like Dave C. I, unfortunately, I can't say his full name on the show, but Dave C. taught me something that you never, ever take someone at their word, make them prove it. You can give them trust, but just verify. It's that whole trust, but verify, but he does a trial by fire. Like I'm going to put you in a scenario. I don't give a crap what you say about your product. Let's see it perform because if it doesn't perform, F you. We've been around for some of those failures, actually. (laughs) They were spectacular too, by the way. Oh man. Especially to see his response and the the non punch pulling Dave. (laughs) He's my hero. He's my hero. Anyway. So he mentions the question specifically is, is that end of life? And, uh, would, are we willing to say that? Are you willing to say that or I not mean, quite? I mean, here's the thing. There are still <laughs> Did very, it ever have much of a life? I don't think that it did have very much of a life. Drone, you definitely wanted to cater to some of our enterprise clients who wanted to map using Crystal Sky. Um, in fact, I remember uh, Josh having so many damn problems with that. Well, I will say this. We've had one for a long time and you never use it. I only use it when I'm out on the boats because that's the only time I want to use it. Because of the sun or what? Because yeah. of the reflection and the, the clarity? Reflection, clarity, yeah. and heat. Yeah. Otherwise, I just use my phone and a lot of other people are like, well, Paul, the phone is just too small for me. Just want to let you know, iOS 14, triple tap. Tell me what you think. Or get a mini, an iPad mini or something. I mean, (laughs) anyways, yeah. Uh, In fact, someone, um, I think Trent Sigurd and I were just talking about this the other day about like what is the best tablet to fly your drone on. And I think he even posted on his story. He's like, why not just fly on an iPod Touch? And I was like, I've been saying this for years, dude. Like, I have one sitting on my bedside table actually at home. I should use that. They're, they're re- if you think about it, an iPod Touch now is like buying an iPhone 6. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah. And I mean, it's small. And when I go off the grid, that's what I'm buying. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. I still have When all I the- go off the grid. Yeah, I'm just so, saying. <laughs> one of these days, I'll sign on and I'll be sitting here by myself. N- Mm. Which doesn't happen very often. That would be the saddest day of my life, <laughs> And I'll life, be like, Rob. he went off the grid. When I go off the grid with Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Hey, but going back to your question, are there still uses for the Crystal Sky? Would we say that we would officially call it end of life? I think for our enterprise users, it's easy to say that practically speaking, I would agree it's at its end of life. For those people who are still using Crystal Sky in high heat environments, um, actually, I would give the example of PJ's job with Red Bull Racing up in Colorado Springs last year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a perfect example of when to use a Crystal Sky. Extreme temperatures, you know, high altitude, high UV. Yeah, it makes sense to use... Uh, that tablet because of the heat. Well, and they weren't mapping. They didn't really need much in the form of apps, right? It was Bingo. pretty much videography. You nailed it, photography, Rob. yeah. You nailed it, dude. I mean, when it comes to those those autonomous, uh, and even with, even with some of the apps that DJI gives you, I've seen a lot of issues with the autonomy features mm-hmm. on... Um, on that, uh, on using that particular accessory. Potentially dumb question, but I've always said no questions are dumb so give me some latitude here i presume that you cannot use the crystal sky with any other platform other than dji Um, or is that not accurate or is there a hack or would you want to (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't want to. Okay. But I'd actually just buy a mini HD screen. It's That's a very good question because you have seen me use the Crystal Sky for other things. You have. But it's not a plug-and-play kind of system. Like, you would, get, you would just get a lot more value out of a mini HD or a small HD monitor that's built for the temperatures, IP rated. Mm. It's just, it, it's, it does what it's supposed to do, and there's no hiccups. Well, has the price of the, the monitor come down? of the crystal sky um i'm not sure i would be able to sit here and speak yeah, from a point of information right. i'm just curious given everything that hasn't happened with it it would seem like the other very real thing to call out too is that all of the features that i promoted about the crystal sky only worked on the 5.5 screen they didn't work on the larger mm. screens. Like the whole, you remember when John McBride and I tried the whole heat factor and he could, he's like, well, it's overheating, but I can still see. I just can't press. I can't press. And I'm like, you know what? If I were on a boat, that's enough for me. I don't need to change anything. Once I'm filming, I'm filming anyway. It doesn't matter. Hmm. Yeah. I, I think that's what a lot of new pilots miss is like, you got to be ready. I don't. That's still up there. I that's think. still pretty pricey, dude. I don't think yeah. it's come down in price. That being said, let's go back to drone you before DJI security concerns. Does everyone remember when I called out security concerns with DJI and said that I was afraid to have DJI have all my flight information? Well, I never connected my Inspire One to the flight app. Hmm. And I've always wanted to to seek to watch my academy score go from like three million to eight million and be like, ha ha, I do have more points than everyone. But I'm like, what does that serve? Does it serve my ego? Like, what well, what does that do? Like, hmm. woohoo, it's a number on a screen. Who cares? And so then I thought about it. I'm like, I don't want DJI to know how many flight hours I have on an Inspire One. But the other day I plugged it in just to see. Not into DJI, into something third party just to see. And I was astounded by how many hours were on that little thing. Mm. Thousands of hours, more than I thought, more than I've said on the show. And when I flew the Inspire One, the reason I'm telling you this story is because I use it with a fly sight monitor. Hmm. Remember the monitor we used to use on the Phantom 2s? I would use that on my Inspire uh, One. No, I could not change my uh, videography or photography settings. But again, it didn't matter. So um, that being said, because uh, I would set them before I took off and then I would go anyway, long story short, I'm really glad that that data never made it out because we're seeing now how data is being used. Data was used to choose pilots for DJI. And I'm like, I'm really glad I still got to do that. But Hmm. They never got to see my data, so woo Yeah, well, <laughs> so, <laughs> so compare the two, FlySight versus... Well, like a FlySight monitor is just that. It's a monitor, but you can also use it with your FPV drones because it has a receiver built into it. So you can oh, still yeah. pick up, I think it's, I think it's 2.4. I want to say it's 2.4. I can't it remember. 5.8 here. Oh, it says 5.8, 5.8 gigahertz, yeah. So it it receives 5.8 gigahertz, excuse me. Significantly less expensive. It's a lot less expensive, but it also isn't smart. So yeah. it can't steal your data. Hmm. And that's what I use forever. And I still have two of them. I had backup batteries in my truck, by the way, that I had to take out because they're no longer good. 
because hmm. <laughs> I used to have them in my truck as like backups. When it comes to action sports, when it comes to high heat filming, when hmm. it comes to videography, cinematography, when it comes to working on set, the Crystal Sky still has a significant amount of value and it can handle and retain heat than anything else that I know of right now and have hmm. used. All right, well. That said, when it comes to autonomous features, third-party apps, I would never use it. There it is. There you go. So I suppose in the end, it depends on like so many of these resources, what is your use case? 100%. And is it in your tool chest? It, well, it is if you need it. True. If it makes the most sense for a particular vertical. So very interesting. And I think you've given what that, at least what one of those primary verticals would be and what many of those wouldn't be. So, 100%. Interesting. All right, cool. Well, I guess it's not end of life then. In the uh, end. It depends on who you are. Depends on who you are. I mean, if we're, yeah, it just, it really depends. But for most people, I would say it is end of life. Let me ask you this. Paul's going on the road case. Is it in it? I think it would be. Well, I now take the i2 as a backup as for the Phantom all the time. So mm -hmm. technically it is in my case. <laughs> but you're not taking it out to get, make more room for something else. If I, if I told everyone on this podcast what drone I have in my backpack now at all times, some people may be embarrassed. <laughs> nah. I, I, have many, I have many twos in my backpack. I literally took my camera out of my backpack and said, and DSLR out, mini two in. <laughs> I'm ordering a mini two today. <laughs> it's just so useful, man. Oh, man. Anyway, awesome. to everyone out there, I hope that you escape... The uh, BS that's on TV right now, the one-sided stories on both sides. I hope that all of you escape to the skies. I hope that you take flight. And remember that there is so much more to this world. And you remember, mm. there are a lot of things to be grateful for. So in those times that you're feeling down, you're feeling sad, go fly because you will feel better. And I would say that whenever you're feeling like arguing with someone on Facebook, just remember that neither of you are really getting to a positive place and go take that time to just go fly. Click the X. Yeah. Love each other. Okay, so I have to end with this story based on what you just did. <laughs> oh, man. I was listening to the radio and they told a story. I don't even remember the station, but they were told, to, told a story of a manager at a Wendy's of all places. And when people drive through and place their order... She repeats their order, of course, and does the normal thing and then says it'll be $2.78 and I love you. <laughs> Literally. I know it sounds weird. Interesting. Okay? They interviewed her and they it said- It probably sounds a lot more weird if you're from the East Coast too because the East Coast is just so much more guarded than the West. Like Maybe. And, and I don't think she would care. And I love it because what she said, sort of her, her tagline was, if people can hate so easily for no reason- I can love for no reason. I'm like, you go, girl. More people need that attitude. And with that, I'm out. I don't know. Yeah, anyways. I love it. <laughs> I, I love, love it. it too. I love it, man. All right. To all of you dronies out there, men, women, lads, and lassies, go out and fly. Take flight. Enjoy the airs and remember all the things that we already do have. My name is Paul. I'm Rob. This is Ask Drone You. Send in those questions, baby. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. 
We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity, for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.